Woo, the Golden Stallion, the man of tomorrow here for, well, this is, this is fun. This is really cool. I don't get to do this too often. So, of course, I, Brian Sovereign, I host a podcast every week called Sovereign Tech. Uh, comes out every Saturday. But I never really do it live. Like, that's not something that I, I don't know. It, it doesn't work out that way often enough. So when I get to do like a whole live show of some kind, like it excites, it just excites me. I, 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 I love getting to do it. And this, this time around, this is really cool because it's actually a very themed live show because we're going to talk the whole time and you're welcome to come on. You can join in on the hangout. I'll mute you as you come in, whatever guests want to come on and, uh, you know, and ask questions and, and chat things up about this because this is really exciting stuff. This is talking about securing your financial future taking advantage of new technologies that can help you, you know, really build up your financial future and everything. And the technology that we're going to be concentrating on is an app called, or yeah, an app called Helium. Um, and I have with me the CEO of Helium, and that is Pace Ellsworth. Pace, great to have you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you uh, making yourself available to host this. I know we've, we've uh, been on your show. I've been on your show a couple of times and, um, and uh, we, yeah, the relationship is perfect because it's it's the perfect audience for this to start out with. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be the perfect seed that will grow over time. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I mean, this is, like you said, you've been on the show a couple times. Uh, actually, a lot of Sovereign Tech listeners were asking for this to, to, to happen. Like I had a lot of uh, a lot of patrons and everything, you know, they're like, hey, you know, can we get like a Q&A with this guy, uh, you know, to talk things over and everything. So, and that's great because, I mean, that's built-in excitement, you know, over something yeah. that I also have to agree with them, I think is, is incredibly exciting. So if you can, Pace, like just in brief, you know, describe Helium and then we'll, we'll start getting to, uh, you know, to our, to our question askers here. Great. So Helium is basically, um, it's, uh, it starts out as an algorithm and it's, a, uh, it, it's code that we've written in Python for uh, this platform, Uphold, which is like a PayPal, but it's... Um, it was originally called BitReserve. It was focused on the concept that you could store your, your money in your digital wallet, not only as dollars or just your home currency, but you could store it in a bunch of different currencies and sort of freely convert between them. So that, that really enticed us. We didn't really see another platform out there that could do the same thing. What we were trying to accomplish and what I started doing uh, in 2015 was thinking, uh, how could I do how could I do some more automated trades on the stock market? Uh, but then we looked at it and we saw currencies was a much better way to go. I already knew about, you know, Bitcoin and the rest of the altcoins being, you know, fabulous stores of value, uh, at least emergent, you know, they're, they're growing nascent, nascent stores of value. And uh, the market there is just phenomenal. It came together really fast. The tools online for trading, those are pretty good. But this one website, uphold.com, came about, um, and, uh, and, and they're really, they're really turning, uh, I would say a new leaf. They're, they're, they're going in the right direction now and we're excited to be on their platform. So what helium does is it will, uh, it will look at your account that you have, you know, a certain amount of money in, in your uphold balance. Uh, you'll authorize helium to use a certain amount of it. And then it'll, it'll basically split it up into different balloons. Uh, so it'll split the account up depending on the size into like 20 to hundred balloons and it will launch them gradually. So it'll enter the market with a different piece of your savings uh, at, at a different market rate snapshot. So that's great. So there's some diversification there. And then it can also, it can float between 24 different currencies, 21 different national currencies, three different cryptocurrencies at the moment. We want to add more soon. Uh, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum, three of the top four right now. Uh, Dash being the, the, other, the other one um, that we're hoping to add soon. And sure. yeah, and a couple others too. So the, and that's the, really just real quick. That's really yeah. dependent upon like what the uphold API, like you mentioned, you know, what, what that allows yeah. for. Yeah. Um, any, any exchange has to weigh in, you know, what are the, the there are different technical difficulties, you know, uh, inherent in, in, sure. in bringing any coin onto an exchange. Um, so that's a, that's a, that's a big thing they have to, they have to figure out at, at uphold and they're, and they're still pretty young company as well. Um, and so uh, what we do is uh, this, the code is completely automated. So it looks, at, it looks at where the rates are. And then as soon as one currency drops enough and then starts rising again, 
it'll jump into that. So it basically moves your funds automatically into rising currencies and then leaves as soon as it sees another currency that's rising instead. And it's basically that simple. Um, the complexity is just that it's checking the rates from all currencies to all currencies, 24 times 24 or 23 times 23. And, um, and it's doing this on, you know, 20 to a hundred or more different balloons at the same time in your account every 10 seconds. So it's, uh, it's, it's more work than a human can do by themselves. It would take right. like, you know, six to eight people to do this 24 seven. Uh, and it would be extremely mentally taxing, but you put it in, you know, 400 lines of code in Python and it can whip through it in a jiffy. So it's, you know, it's really easy that way. And so we can just use the tools we, we've got available you know, they weren't, uh, the platform really wasn't available to us in the past. And so it just, it came together at the exact same time that I had analyzed, um, you know, what I'd learned from Cool Trade, which is a, you know, the CEO is a good friend of mine, um, you know, how they did automated trades on the stock market. And we brought it to this space and we're like, the growth trend is so much better with yeah. these cryptocurrencies and, and they're backed by this, you know, crypt- cryptographic scarcity and, and very strong. So you know, it's, it's, it was like a no brainer. And, and so far it's proven to be exactly that, you know? Very yeah. I, I mean, the thing I love about it, you know, like you said, one, one of the key points here is bringing it into the space, meaning like the cryptocurrency space, which is something that frees just about anybody to be able to get into this kind of, uh, you know, this kind of system kind of game, you know, kind of, uh, you know, strategy. Um, and that's, that's like the, the big key thing for me with this that I just, you know, I absolutely love. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's cool. And I'm glad you're, you're kind of like, you, you gotta be one of the first to do it. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it, it's such a weird thing to think that we're one of the first to do it. Um, the, the real innovation is, is that we are not trading in pairs. We're not trading in a, you know, in a binary currency pair, which is how 99.999% of all trading is done where you go from dollars to euros and then back, or you go from dollars to Google stock and then back. You, you can't, you can't trade directly Google stock for Apple stock. Right. There's no, there's no platform that allows for that. You have to go through the intermediate currency. Uphold allows for it. It wouldn't really be that, that, you know, hard for us to work on a platform that didn't allow for it. We would just go through dollars first because the market, you know, the rate at that second would be the same, but, um, but no other strategy is built that way. Uh, and because of that, it's, it's real crazy. Um, as we add additional denominations, additional currencies, the risk decreases and the returns increase because it's easier for it to find a currency that's going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that, that it, it flies in the face. It's sort of like, it's, it's kind of like that there's a, it, it breaks the second law of thermodynamics or something because it's like <laughs> it. Yeah. The, the risk return, it's not on the risk return um, uh, spectrum. It's, it's, it's the opposite. So it's kind of fun. And yeah, the cryptocurrencies just make it crazy because their volatility has been wild. Um, uh, but yeah, we can, we can talk more about that too. Sure. Sure. Well, you get to take advantage of that. So, um, okay. So just to let people know how this is working, I know there's a lot of people watching live and they're actually in the YouTube chat room, um, asking questions. We will get, I will try to get to those, uh, as soon as I can, but we've got people, you know, right in the hangout room, uh, you know, ready to ask some questions and interact. So I want to get to them first. Um, and then, then, you know, in between, maybe we'll get to some of those questions that are happening in the chat room. If that works for you, Pace. Yep. Sounds Um, good. Cool. And if you're, are you ready to, to bring on someone now? Uh, let, let's see. Uh, well, you did ask, you know, are we the first to do it? I, oh, you know, yeah. There are, yeah, I, I, I started on that question. There are other, there's nobody else doing this mesh network trading that we're mm-hmm. doing. Uh, for some reason, that, that just hasn't ever occurred to anybody. Uh, that's the real innovation. Are there people that have trading bots for cryptocurrencies? You betcha. There are, like, there got to be dozens or hundreds for Bitcoin. Um, and other altcoins and things like that. Uh, and of course, for the Forex market, stock market, futures, commodities, there, are, there have been bots uh, before, uh, but they're all to doing this old paradigm of trading. And because of that, they have to rely heavily on intense analysis of the market. We, we, don't, we don't do any analysis. Um, and, uh, and they're basically, uh, they're, a lot of them are seasonal because of that. They're, they're looking for specific trends that occur rarely. 
Sure. Uh, we're sort of evergreen where it's sort of, it's sort of uh, recession proof and all weather. Um, so that's, that's really awesome. And yeah, I'm ready for questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and this is something, you know, real quick, I just, I, I want to mention this because uh, we did do an interview uh, with you for Sovereign Tech and on that, you know, there's a great conversation about automation. I mean, look folks, it's taken over <laughs> like that, yeah. you, you know, as far as things being automated, as far as, you know, investment and, you know, financial tools and whatever else getting automated. I mean, all this stuff's happening and, you know, the honest people out there will tell you, yeah, you know, humans are going to get replaced when it comes to trading and Forex and a lot of this different stuff. And that's um, such a, and that's such a good thing. Like it needs to happen sure. very, very soon because the alternative is to keep trusting financial advisors, you know, basically owned by the government slash, you know, Wall Street. Uh, you yeah, middlemen with very questionable incentives. I mean, questionable incentives and they just don't know what they're doing. You know, sure. there's, there's no way, um, like, like I said, it would take six or six or eight or 10 people to manage, you know, to do the process manually that we're doing, you know, with a really quick piece of code. And what that means is that a single person or even a small group of people can't necessarily get you the return that you can, that you could possibly get. Right. Um, so that's, uh, that, that's really what we need to do. It's, it's just like, you know, just like we use big machines on, on fields when we're doing, you know, when, with agriculture, it's like, it's, it's, it's smarter that way because the process is extremely basic yeah. and, uh, and it's just better to, to have uh, something, something automated to it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so why don't we start getting to people? Let's uh, let's start off with Benjamin. I think he was kind of the first in line. Uh, just your whoever comes into the hangout room, I mute you as soon as you come in. So when I call on you, you're just you'll have to unmute yourself. Uh, but then you're you're good to go. And video is totally optional. You don't have to show yeah. your smiling face if you don't want to. But uh, you know, anyway, Benjamin, you're on. What do you got for a question for Pace? Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I, I've read a lot of the stuff uh, that you guys have on the website. It's great. But I'm curious, has anyone withdrawn funds from Helium yet? Has anybody put anything in and then with, you know, pull them back out? Yes. Two people um, have already said, uh, well, well, uh, three people counting one person last year. Uh, but recently two people just this month said, uh, yeah, I need to get my funds out. Uh, one of them was two weeks ago and they just said, you know, I just, I just have uh, some personal expenses. I need to get as much money as I can on hand. Uh, but yeah, one of them, uh, just deposited even more than they took out, uh, yesterday. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great question. It's definitely. It's a great question. Cause people want to know, like, are, once are these funds go into this account, do they vanish? You know, right. Is it hold right. run or what? But no, certainly right. not. That's great. So, so yeah, we, that, that's, that's one thing. Uh, if I can just mention the private beta that we're going on right now, anybody can put in funds, any amount, and they can withdraw at any time, any amount. So we're just trying to make it as, as free and open as possible uh, in that regard. We don't need to have any restrictions on this uh, at all. Absolutely. Benjamin, what else you got? Uh, okay. Uh, how long have you guys been working on the algorithm? I know that you said you guys were doing it last year and you've been thinking of doing something like this since 2015, but how mm -hmm. long have you been, um, mucking with the algorithm and, and proving it? We've been working tweaking with live. Yeah. We've been tweaking with live money on, on this Python code, different versions of it since December of 2015. Um, the, the big, the big reason it's taken us this long is, is we had the concept in mind for, for doing this open manner of trading. It came to us uh, around April or so of last year, uh, maybe, maybe March or April. We didn't get it implemented until about August, and we did it just with um, – so before that, we were just doing pairs. We were just doing USD big, Bitcoin, you know, dollar Bitcoin, or we were doing like uh, Australian dollar, Japanese yen. Uh, then we then we started adding them together. Uh, I think we finished that in November, um, but it was still Bitcoin and then like 15 other uh, fiat national currencies. And and for some reason we didn't add Ether and Litecoin just because their exchange rates on the Uphold platform were higher. But once we did, we just like one percent isn't a big deal, so we just added them in, and it just went crazy because. You know, then you didn't just have one thing wiggling up and down. You had three things wiggling a lot up and down, and uh, it, it got uh, really crazy from there. So since December 2015, 
but the huge advancements happened in November and February of this year. So that's, uh, that's why it's, uh, it's progressing the way it has. I mean, and this is pretty commonplace for an algorithm, you know, to get pared down and, you know, enhanced yeah. worked on. I mean, this is, this is run of the mill, you know, for, for being, I mean, what you're doing isn't run of the mill, but as far as algorithms go, this is, this is the process that, that things go through very natural. Right. So, yeah, exactly. To break it, to bring it back to some, you know, to like automating, you know, like a typewriter or something, it'll, it'll be, it'll start out extremely crude and then you'll figure out, Oh, well, we should probably do it completely differently. Precisely. And then, and then we, we made it something better and it's, uh, it's not perfect yet, but, um, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's good. That's, that's kind of why I was curious. Cause I, I know with an algorithm you, you tweak it and when I was just curious how long it took you to get to this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, so yeah, it's been about a year and a half now almost. Um, with a lot of uh, with a lot of working going on uh, in the meantime, mostly part time, and then we just really started going full time in the last couple of months. Sure. So Benjamin, anything else on your end? I have two more questions. See, I, I prepared myself. Wow. All right. Well, let's see. We're at nine. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead? Let's let's I'll, go. With, I'll be real quick. More. Sure. Uh, one is uh, uh, so. Will you guys have you considered creating a uh, helium subreddit? I know we have the uh, Facebook group, but I think all uh, right. I thought, oh, m- maybe a subreddit would be more accessible to people who don't want to use Facebook or on, on Facebook. Um, a subreddit. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Um, I haven't thought about doing that. Facebook is, you know, I, I, I got some experience in my last job with managing a Facebook group. And so it was very natural. Obviously there's, it's just presented in a way that's great for sharing, great for media right. and things like that. Not that Reddit isn't necessarily, I'm just not really familiar with it yet. Um, so I'd love to do a subreddit. Um, uh, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. Actually, that's a, that's a pretty good suggestion. So, that's a uh, great idea. Yeah. What else, Benjamin? Uh, so, uh, is the worst case scenario you could foresee is a balloon jumping into a currency that's on its way down, but then it keeps going down and doesn't come up enough to pull back out of it. Like it doesn't go yes. up enough to pull um, out. Yes. But, so, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so, so, but it's just one balloon. So the chance of a catastrophe like that happening, at, you know, it's only going to hurt a small amount of the total account, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. The, the risk is lessened a lot because we have, you know, multiple balloons in the system. Um, what we, well, I mean, there are, you know, most, most of the time you will have balloons that move similar to each other because they're all independent. They don't look at each other at all. They don't even know these others exist. So if they all see the same market, uh, you know, rates at the same time, if they all basically, if it triggers their goal at the same time, they'll, they'll move. Uh, but we've included, um, since they're all launching at different times, that sort of mitigates that. So they're not all, you know, they don't all have the same exact, uh, goals all at the same time. But if, if they get triggered, we added a rule that basically says handicap it. If, if a bunch of them move into a currency that drops too far, then increase the goal on that currency until, until it, until those, you know, those lots, those balloons get liquidated, they, they go out into some other currency again. So, so it'll make it harder and harder for more and more of your account to get um, sequestered into that. Um, Recently, basically we had a case of some of our earliest balloons have been active for about 45 days because they bought Bitcoin at like 1230. And just today, Bitcoin finally reached its all time high of 1300. so, uh, so those are finally moving now. We might put in a rule that says if it hasn't moved in a week, just kick it out into some other currency, not your base currency, not back to dollars, but uh, kick it out into something else, and then it'll just keep cycling. So there are a couple other, there are a couple things we could do to make it even better. But yeah, right now the the risk is mitigated a lot for that. Uh, there's def- definite possibility that some cryptocurrency could, you know, face some scandal uh, or or huge, you know, Mount Gox type thing. Uh, or, or something like that and, and just tank and stay down for a very, very long time and never, never get back up again. Um, but we're, we're hoping that we just, you know, make enough gains on all the other currencies at the same time that that kind of, uh, that kind of possibility is lessened to a great degree. Okay, sure. cool. Okay. Benjamin, that, thanks those so are much. Our questions. Thank you very all much. Right. I'll check out the, the rest of the stream on YouTube. Fantastic. Thank you, Benjamin. So, all right. Yeah. Good start. Um, 
Let's see. Next was uh, Joseph. Um, so Joseph, if you want to unmute yourself uh, and you can jump right on board if, uh, if we're all set for another, another question, Pace. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sure. Um, though maybe, Joseph... And hopefully we'll get to all the questions in the chat because it's, it's starting to pile up, but we don't, yeah. need to get, we don't need to get to it just yet. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So, well, since jo I think Joseph might be uh, unavailable at the moment, so why don't we go to, um, oh, look, let's go to okay. Aaron. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's go to Aaron. How about that? Uh, Aaron, are you, oh, Joseph's there. Never mind. actually. Okay. Joseph, go ahead. Sorry, Aaron. You, we'll, we'll get to you next. <laughs> we'll go ahead with your question, Joseph. Just wanted to say thank you. I'm here to listen to everything. So you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. That's oh, okay. Oh, fantastic. Great. No, glad glad you're here to listen. Absolutely. That's that's awesome. So okay, we'll thank mute you. you right back. You got it. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, okay, Aaron, uh, you've got a question. I'm sure. Go for it. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. I good. Gonna, I was going to ask. It uh, it seems to me that if the market in on average is heading downwards, that you're algorithm would have trouble floating upwards have you considered this what uh are you saying uh, hypothetically if the market's going downwards yeah or okay like if there's a massive yeah. crash in general well the thing about currencies um is is that they all just sort of move relative to each other right um they're you know so there's there's, there's some there's some it's, it's better there than it is in in a specific country's stock market because if if the economy in a certain country takes a hit, most stocks go down. Um, and, and so in general, the entire economy can lose on paper half its value or something. Um, but with currencies, basically the, the values just move around. Um, so you won't see the entire global market crash unless like there was some depopulation of, you know, in the order of billions <laughs> of people. So uh, thankfully the cryptocurrency market you know, has such good, you know, um, deflation rules in most of the currencies that, uh, that there, uh, there's going to be, you know, their value is consistently rising, uh, you know, on the long term. obviously we make money, we make money on the short term moves. We don't really look at long-term trends too much. So uh, the, the short answer is when you're talking about the market generally going down, that's a long-term trend. It really doesn't affect us. What affects, what affects the strength of our algorithm is really short-term moves. These balloons live and, and they die in a matter of between one minute and one month on average. So it's, uh, you know, we're not looking at any long-term trends at all. I guess what I see it is if it was falling, you would be paddling up against a river. Like are your strokes, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but, but, what, but the, the, the question really is what's falling? Is the dollar falling? Or yeah, yeah. crypto's falling, you know, whatever it, you know, whatever is falling, that means people are taking their money out and putting it somewhere else, which is going to bolster some other economy, uh, which, which basically leads to a balancing. So we're just looking at yeah. whenever one currency is going down relative to another, the only possibility that our, our system is really sort of stagnant, not getting, not getting good numbers is, uh, that every, that nothing is moving relative to anything else which in this day and age with so much volatility in just like the, the ever increasing pace of technology and, and obviously there's international hostilities and there's all no. kinds of business developments. Uh, we don't, we don't see that. We don't see that happening. We can't predict the future. Right. No, I, but, no, I understand it would yeah. take a mass depopulation event, but basically, yeah. Yeah. Right. But the, um, so if that happens, we've got bigger problems. Yeah. So my point is, is then as long as the average is rising and the, the economy of your total market cap on all your currencies is rising in general, why wouldn't the, how are you better than like an index fund where you would take a small amount of every currency and just ride the average up? Because we're not really riding the average. Um, okay. We would actually make a huge return in a down market. Um, because we're not looking again, we're not looking at all at, at long-term trends. It's uh, it's not dependent on the on the value of the currency going up gradually over time. Uh, it's more based on what is the volatility of the currency. How many times does it go between? Uh, does it go between a range of of prices? 
Right. And so we're, we're uh, really trying to make gains on a, on sort of a daily basis uh, or weekly basis in something. Say, say Bitcoin basically goes from 10 from a thousand dollars to a thousand fifty. When it was in that range, it would do that dozens yeah. of times. And so we're not, whereas an index fund would basically just hold your money in there like Bitcoin hodlers, you know, or hodlers They're they're just keeping their money in there. Um, and so they're not realizing any sort of a profit from uh, a buy and sell and a buy and sell. They're just keeping it in there. And so, you know, they don't really feel any difference when it goes from 10 to 1050 and an index fund really doesn't see any difference if, if the general fundamentals of the, of the companies that comprise it go up. Uh, but if you get out and then you go back in and then you get out and then you get back in and you're making 50, $50, $50 each time, then you can do that indefinitely. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's the return. Yeah. I was just looking at your private beta and you were saying 2% on there, but you're projecting a lot more than that in general. Yeah. Well, um, and that's good because we need to be able to hire developers and, uh, and marketers and things like that. So, um, yeah, we, 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 we settled on 2% because that's what we saw that we could do last year. Um, but we were getting around 2% also. We were doing it part-time. We, were, we weren't really putting any money into developing this full-time. So once we saw the big change happen in February, once we added Ethereum and Litecoin, then we knew we could, we could start you know, pushing this. And uh, you know, grateful to Brian and, and everybody else that's worked with us to get the, to get the word out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Aaron, do you have any other questions? No, that, that wraps it up for me. No, oh, fantastic. I mean, it's great questions. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, making sure that that all this you know really flies uh, in the direction you know that we're kind of that we're talking about. I think that's uh, you know that's that's fantastic. Um, I mean, do you have anything more to say on that pace? Any other you know thoughts as far as what Aaron was saying? Uh, no, just um, yeah, just that it's uh, it's it's pretty. Um, I, I mean, I, I could say it's pretty safe and and, and high return strategy right now. Uh, we don't know sure. what's going to happen in the future, so our disclaimer is that. This is because the strategy is so new. We don't know what it's going to do in all types of market conditions. Right. Um, I'm really sort of like, I, we, we got really fortunate that um, LTC just jumped from its one year price of $4 to yeah, its it was price stale. Of, yeah. of $16. I don't know why. Um, nobody knows why for these things. Everybody uh, says China, but come on. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. China. Yeah. China and, and, and Bitcoin is at an all time high and ether is at an all time high. Um, for that matter. So is sort of dash and Zcash and Monero and, and, and half a dozen or, or three dozen others. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, so we got in right at the perfect time. Uh, could it settle down? Yeah. Would it settle down below? Uh, like one or two or 3% return per month. I don't really see that happening just because of the, um, just because of the strength of the cryptos. Yes. But if they settled down and if they dropped even a little, uh, the volatility would still be there in even, even just the national currencies to get us one or 2% per month at least. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, well, we can look at some of the, uh, you know, what's going on in the chat room here and look at some sure. of the questions. Uh, um, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, Taylor is my brother. He's the co-founder uh, yep. of Helium. And so he's in there to help answer questions. So, you know, along the way, so uh, we can yeah. just see if he's answered some of them. Sure. I mean, to some degree, I, I think it'd be cool to get some of the, uh, you know, some of it on audio. Like, Oh um, yes. Yeah. Cause that, that actually, cause this doesn't show up later. So, right. Um, so uh, as a private beta member, how do I check on my initial investment and its growth? Uh, Taylor did answer that. Just yes. So see just, the private beta deposit helium.com slash beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we're doing is we're going to dress that page up with more of our, our projected, you know, plans for when we're going to launch and, uh, and a little bit more in depth of our, the, the beta process uh, right now we're transitioning to, if you want to put your funds in beta, go ahead and create an uphold.com account, get it verified, connect your bank, deposit through there, and then send it to us via uphold. Uh, you can right. also because right now it is a private beta. That's yes, it's private. And what that what that means is we're you know we're capping the amount of, of gains we're getting. We're putting everything in a pool as we haven't set up our server yet. Uh, that's coming in the next couple of weeks, and then we'll uh, once we get that going, everything will be great. Fantastic. So, 
Um, okay, let's see what else we got here. Here's another one from uh, John. Is there a way to buy stock uh, in Helium as a company? Um, well, yeah, uh, even private companies that aren't on the stock exchange sometimes sell stock. We, we're not really uh, getting rid of any equity right now. Sure. Uh, uh, or So it's not really open. So short answer, no. It's, it's you know, the door's open. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll you know generate a billion shares in helium and sell them all at, you know, one cent a piece. I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, uh, nothing yet. Okay. So another bit, uh, someone kind of a testimonial saying that they already did 2.25%. Uh, most of our depositors started, uh, just about five weeks ago. So that's right on track. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. uh, Yeah. So that's, that's an average that, that you expect from, from a helium user or what, what uh, that's just, that's just during the private beta when we're getting, Mm -hmm. we're giving people 2% right now um, per per month. So uh, yeah. And, and we're expecting that to end uh, somewhere between July and September when, you know, during summer when we launch the app. So we're going to, We'll have the web app and mobile apps launched, uh, and we'll be testing them for about a month or so uh, to get those to get those in. Cool. Okay, I want to ask about some of those too, uh, just personally. But uh, let's see: is there a minimum amount to invest to start an account with Helium? I know we talked about this on the episode of Sovereign Tech, but um, here would be a good place to also mention. Uh, yeah, during the beta, we're not we're not giving any minimums. Um, okay. But once the app is live, you're going to need at least fifty dollars uh, to run it. Okay. Um, so that's, uh, that's the minimum. So once you're out of beta, then it's 50 bucks, no matter what, no matter what kind yeah. of currency you're going into it with. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're keeping it pretty basic. I think the minimum deposit from, uh, from European accounts is like a hundred, a hundred euros or something like that. Or from Britain, it's like 75 pounds. So, you know, they, they have their own minimums as far as a bank transfer, but you could transfer a minimum of, of $50 worth of Bitcoin or any other crypto, uh, or at least the Litecoin Ethereum, into your Uphold account, and then it would work. We're, we're not allowing it to run on less than that mm-hmm. uh, because we want to have at least 10 balloons active, so there's at least a little bit of diversity, a little bit of uh, risk, uh, risk protection there from the diversification sure. of the balloons. Okay, well, I mean, just jumping off of that question, uh, will there be a cap to the amount that can be invested? Uh, be it, what is it in the beta now? What will it be outside of that beta? Uh, the cap, um, no, no. We have a couple depositors that have put in more than uh, ten thousand, and uh, and we welcome a ton more. In fact, we have goals, uh, big, big goals uh, with our with our business partners. We're trying to get uh, at least a couple hundred thousand more, um, realistically, to cover um, to cover uh, you know a few additional hires and and as you know other contracting and, and server costs and things like that, we need to have uh, quite a bit more than that in the worst market conditions. But the way sure. the app is going right now, uh, just getting another couple hundred thousand would be would be fine. And so we welcome anybody that wants to put in twenty, thirty, fifty thousand. We totally understand that you know there might not be a ton of confidence for that until the app is out. So there's a little chicken egg going on, but we have enough funds to have the app released definitely. So it's just a matter of time now. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's totally fair. I mean, and, and that's something, you know, again, you're growing boys, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just turned 30 like a couple of days ago. And like, uh, it's, it's weird to think that I was in my twenties, you know, for most of this so far now, I don't know if people are going to respect me more than I'm in my thirties, but it's like, you, you know, I, yeah, this is, this is my first big thing. Um, sure. Yeah. No, nothing wrong with that. I mean, and, and, you know, even just as a company, I mean, you know, there's this, this is, these are things that get figured out. These are things, this is the, you know, this is the path that things take. Uh, so right. yeah, no, I, I, and I think it's a good path. Um, so I guess I'll ask like about the, the mobile apps, how are, how are those coming along? Um, you know, what, because you're planning on totally cross-platform, right? You know, we Android, are, iOS, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. We, we think, why not? You know, we want, we want it to be accessible. Um, well, totally. Are, are you counting certain other uh, app stores? As cr- <laughs> yeah, not. Wouldn't be counting Amazon or maybe the Windows Store. But. Right, yeah, yeah. You can get it on Kindle. No. Um, yeah. yeah. No. It's uh. Yeah, we'll just keep it simple to to the ninety ninety plus percent. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's uh. We're doing it. We're, originally, we weren't sure if we were going to have a web app, but the way the in- developers are doing it, and this is a company in Spira. It's 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 more of a 
you know, it's not like top of the line or whatever, but they're, they're really sort of up there. The reason we chose them is because they've done development for other apps that are currently running on Uphold's app uh, development platform. So their API. So that's part of the reason we went with them. Uh, also, we like their style. It was very clean. So they're starting it out as a web app, and then they're going to port it to mobile. So okay. that's um, so yeah, it just it makes it pretty easy. So we can test, tweak the bugs with the with the web app first. People can start getting access to it around July fifteen or so, and then uh, we'll we'll first come first serve sort of people that got on the beta, and if you already have an uphold account, then we'll get you on the web app. And then as soon as the mobile apps clear the app store, um, you know approvals, and get launched, then we'll start um, you know testing those. And after a couple of weeks, we'll allow just anybody to to uh, download and, and, and get an Uphold account and log in with it. Sure. So a question that's in the uh, the YouTube chat room is, will the apps cost any money to buy, like 99 cents or something, or no? Nope. No, we don't ha- plan to have any cost at all for the app, right uh, whether it be a, a download you know price or, or uh, our subscription or anything like that. No, okay, that's well, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, even you know, just, just real quick, something that I've been reading a lot about recently, what they call progressive web apps, where honestly, like everything's kind of becoming a web app. So you know, and when it gets to that point, like I don't even know how the, how people could charge for an app if if everything really just just does become a web app. You know, say years down the line or something like that, which I expect Helium will still be around. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we 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 plan to go. Um, we plan to make it a lot more multimedia, you know, and just have fun with it, you know, make it a really fun app experience. Sure. Uh, down the road. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So let's see another question here from the YouTube chat room. Um, how fast can we access our money if we choose to take it out of uphold? Well, let's see uh, how fast can we access our money if we choose to take it out of uphold uh, right now. Um, Uphold's ACH process in the u.s is really slow it's about um it's about seven days okay but uh, in the in europe it's one day uh, with bitcoin it's the bitcoin network you know you can get your money out in hours you know uh, right. Right, right as far as as far as having a confirmed transaction um uh so yeah i mean uh, it's it's pretty easy to get it out They're, they don't really they don't really they're not really slowing it down i think in the u.s it's mainly mainly a you know it's just a regulatory compliance thing um, they're trying to make sure they're dotting all their I's and crossing all their T's, but they're, they're planning on speeding it up. Um, and so I think, I think they're going to have some announcements on that soon. Sure. So, yeah, so you're kind of like, you're beholden to say whatever, you know, regulations exist around a certain currency. I mean, obviously the digital currencies, that's part of the excitement is they don't really have much that you have to worry about. So not, like not a ton. Uh, the U.S., right. the IRS tax treatment for, for Bitcoin and, and all current altcoins is, is, you know, the strictest in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, but uh, still not that big of a deal and will we'll, um, provide, you know, statements and things like that uphold really will provide statements but i think we're going to help them provide them um so yeah it's it's um it's unfortunate if the question is how long like if all your if all your money's out in these balloons and they're in different currencies how long does it take to withdraw them uh it's pretty quick to just you know convert back to dollars so what we're going to do is uh we haven't had to yet but we'll put in the code uh process for withdrawing so if you want to withdraw you know, 10% of your account, it's just going to look at the balloons. It'll first look at your available balance. Maybe you have some in there uh, in your in your base currency. It'll use that. And then it'll look at your balloons and your top balloons, the ones that are currently above where they started in, in their USD mm-hmm. value, right? We're just assuming for this conversation, USD is your base currency. You could actually choose any base currency. Um, uh, but yeah, so it would, it, would, it would look at whichever ones are, are highest and it would pop those manually and then and then uh send your send your funds out to your bank okay well i mean that's that's very straightforward (laughs) yeah yeah pretty basic so what is your like what's the relationship um because it's been a little while since you and i have talked on it i mean like how's your relation relationship with uphold um i mean like are they working really tightly with you because you're just you know you're more or less just taking advantage of their api yeah you know you know if, if this were like if we had like we're trying to build on some you know, development platform for Apple or something like that, or Google, like they wouldn't give us the time of day, but, but right. we, we've had, uh, we've had a number of meetings with their executive team and, uh, and they are just, they're, they're really excited. 
like I don't want to I don't want to sugarcoat it. So we'll, sure. we'll, you'll, you'll wait and see. But but they um, yeah they're really they're really excited to help us get launched. Um, and so we're looking forward to their uh, cooperation, their help because um, we do sort of need their help. Not everything in you know in their their setup process is is you know one hundred percent you know um, you know uh, point and click. So we're, right, yeah, right. we need to get some approvals from from some of their team members. So we'll we're working on that stuff, and it's it's going along great. No, well, that's great. I mean, yeah, because a lot of times, boy, like you said, I mean, it's not like you have to deal with Google, thankfully. That's kind of, I mean, I I love this notion of like really small teams. I don't know what the team size is at Uphold. I can't imagine it's very large. Um, You know, my... Uh, It's got to be, yeah, it's got to be maybe a a couple dozen, but yeah, I don't know if they're not all all in the U.S. They're just like, you know, everywhere. Yeah, sticking around 20, like, I think that's like the perfect, like, company size, you know. I think Wheeler just asked me today, like, how big are we going to get? And I can't figure we would ever get more than, like, 30. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, was the way software works, I mean, the way that software is infinitely scalable, like, companies themselves, right? Uh, you know, I guess profit-wise could be, you know, infinitely scalable, but... We we might you know we might employ like a large cadre of of uh, uh, you know virtual assistants or something like that if if yeah, for right, some reason right. if for some reason the uh, the communications got overwhelming but uh, you know if we if we wanted to have a human element answering you know a bunch of people's questions maybe we'll build a little bot you know chat bot that people can ask questions to. Well, I but, think that's uh, what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, that's just going right. to be the option. That's what's going to get because, like, right now, yeah, you can get virtual assistance from you know whatever uh, territory they happen to come from, and but you know the, the even those jobs that that can get you know sold off to you, like they're they're going to go yeah. away. I mean, these so, webbots are going to take it over. So yeah, we'll probably have we'll probably have in house counsel. We'll probably have a you know a financial officer. Uh, we have myself and Taylor. We'll probably have uh, you know some marketing officer, some VP of of this or that a uh, couple, maybe 3d graphic designers, uh, yeah, you know, and, and other core developers, but yeah, you know, around 20 ish. Yeah, no, I like that lean and mean. I mean, yeah. like the, those are the kind of companies because you can have such a tight company at that point. Like you can be far more trusting as far as security goes just with people security. Like that, that's, I think that's something a lot of people forget about. And I want to get lost in the weeds on this subject, but just that like the more, you know, the, the larger a company, you know, just with the, the people you have hired, I think you run into security concerns. So that's why I always love hearing about small teams, you know, 2030 like that. I think that's wonderful. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. I think we see, yeah, I think I saw one question in here. Oh yeah. I was going to uh, ask a couple more. You, there's, you go ahead. Yeah. yeah, there's one about the app. So after the app goes live, uh, will there be some way to earn bonus money from helium from referrals or something along those lines? Great question. Yes. So, so right now we said like, we're not going to charge anything for anything and people are going to be like, well, how do you make money? Well, we're just going to do what we're doing during the beta. We're going to split the gains. Um, so, uh, the customer is going to get, the user is going to get the majority of it the whole time. Uh, we're going to start out with a relatively high share for ourselves of, of 40%. If they get, so they're going to keep 60%. If anybody refers anybody, they'll get a boost of uh, of 10% on that for, for 30 days. So their base goes to 70%. So every single balloon that pops, 70% of the gains go to, go to the user. Um, and then uh, we'll have, we're going to add other ways. Um, like if you reach some new deposit, you know, high, high watermark for deposits that you've put in, then, then you'll get another bonus for a week or for 30 days. Um, and, uh, and other things like that. Uh, so yeah, we, and, and we might, I'm planning to have other just cutesy things in there. Like the biggest balloon that, you know, that's, that's ever popped or, or, or maybe some holiday or something like that, or some, some obscure philosopher's birthday or something like that. <laughs> we'll just like give you, you know, we'll just give you a bunch more returns on that day. So, so we'll, uh, we, we want to have, you know, fun with it. And maybe, maybe the balloons inside the app will have cute designs on them, depending on, uh, you know, whatever, whatever thing happens. So we'll, uh, we'll figure that stuff out over time. But, but for now, from day one, we'll have the referral bonus. So if you refer anybody, you'll get an extra you'll get a boost that you can spend whenever. So you can wait until you deposit a bunch of money first and then you can activate the boost. And then for the next 30 days, you get a bigger return. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. No, well, I, I think that sounds fantastic. I mean, that only, yeah, obviously that's a just a great business practice to get in as, as far yeah. as referrals go. I mean, you can think of every company that, that does, it usually works out pretty well. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, yeah, it'll absolutely. be fun. 
Yeah. So, okay. And so, but, but the referrals again, that was after the beta. Is that when the referral program? Yeah. Was started up? Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're like doing some contests right now to get, uh, to get more referrals. Uh, and, and we're giving everybody that's referring anybody during the beta, as long as we can track it is also going to get a referral boost. Um, and so a lot of people are going to start with, you know, five to 10, um, or more. So that's, that's really good, uh, for them. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's something that's going to be available from day one, but, uh, only as effective as soon as the, the app hits, we wouldn't want people to use those now anyway, even if we had a method for them to choose to do so, Mm -hmm. um, because we're only giving them 2%. So we'd prefer that they, you know, boost 5% to 6%, you know? Uh, yeah, it's in their best interest, sure. Instead, yeah, instead of just two to like two point three or whatever. Sure. So, so, and just to reiterate, the when are you looking to be out of beta again? July fifteenth, we're going to start uh, moving people onto the web app, um, and then we we believe we'll be finished uh, and one hundred percent green light on September fifteenth, uh, and that's when we can open the floodgates and let nice. anybody sign up. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Um, let's just see if we got any other, uh, I'm actually pleased at how many viewers we've got, uh, see how many other questions we've got. Um, nothing in there exactly. <laughs> yeah. I am, uh, you know, something I'm curious about is as far as with, uh, with, with helium goes now, like you said, you're, you're kind of beholden to, um, to the the uphold API and like what cr- cryptocurrencies that that they allow for. Um, yeah. This is just something I you know I want people to know you know like you're you're not against any of these cryptocurrencies. It's not like you're playing favorites. You're, no, you're it's, just, it's not. Yeah, it's what's yeah, technically I mean, feasible. It's yeah. It just so happens that the ones that have the most infrastructure right now are Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum, and so the, they they were sort of the easy pickings for for uphold to start using. Uh, they they started with Bitcoin like three years ago. Um, and they added Litecoin and Ethereum last year. So, you know, they just barely did that less than a year ago. So we're looking forward to them adding more. Um, I don't think that they're ever going to add like Doge or like, you know, uh, half a dozen others. Um, mm-hmm. they, they had Voxelist for a while, but that's because their founding uh, CEO was... Uh, was that the VR coin? Yes. Yeah. And it's still oh, there. Voxelist. Yeah. yeah. So it's still there. Uh, but it, you know, it's, it's, it's value has gone down quite a bit. Sure. Uh, obviously VR is the future. I don't know if Voxelist is really going to be the future, but right, right, but, right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not banking on that, but, um, and I, yeah, so I don't think that they're going to eventually have 20 in there. I mean, Bitfinex doesn't even have 20, um, uh, you know, alt- altcoins, but, uh, yeah, I think Poloniex and, and maybe three or four others are, are the only ones that have like that many. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I, I think that they'll add three or four or five others. And the more that they add, the better it's going to be for, for our users. Well, let me ask you about that. Um, just like, I, I, just out of curiosity, just what you think about it. I mean, this is all kind of, a lot of this is very much a new frontier. So, you know, in, in some ways it's almost anybody's guess. And certainly I don't claim to have the answers to it. Um, but like, I mean, do you think that there would be a point, like what if, you know, in a dream world uphold suddenly said, we're adding on like, you know, 50 to a hundred currencies. Like, like, would, do you think that would affect your algorithm? I know that's not going to happen. Like, it would, like it, it would great. It, it would, it would greatly affect the algorithm. We, we would probably be somewhat selective in which ones we would use at that point. Right. At that point. Yeah. At yeah. that point. But we would probably say, okay, you know, these 10 currencies have volume above a million dollars a day or something like that on other exchanges. So we'll use these, you know, Sure. What we don't want to have is a situation where if we have like, say, you know, somewhere between a hundred million and a hundred billion dollars in deposits, something crazy, you know, that, that we would, uh, we would represent like 99% of the volume of the market, you know, <laughs> traded for some certain altcoin. So like it would be, you know, so we got to be somewhat careful. And so we'll, we'll cross those bridges when we come to them. Um, a related question has been like, what if uphold doesn't add, these other currencies are you always going to stick with uphold and only uphold we're not really closing we're not closing the door on on working you know on uh on some other you know directly on a a crypto exchange or directly on the forex market or somehow porting this and uh this concept uh to the stock market so like there's no real limit to where where the the uh the trading model could go um and uh and we want to give people some options uphold you know is, is fairly well um 
you know, they do KYC, so so they require your photo ID to get a verified account and to use Helium. Right. So a lot of people are going to have a problem with that. And if you do, then you'll you might have to wait for us to get enough uh, of our developers' time to um, to create a you know a crypto only version on a crypto exchange, or we'll open source the software. You can use it yourself on some other on some other exchange, um, something like that. But that's awesome that you have that in mind. Um, yeah. Because I, mean, I agree. I mean, it, at least you recognize that that that, and I don't even want to say it's niche because I, I almost feel like that's an insult, but it's not. But I mean, it, but it is kind of niche right now. You know, like people that yeah. that are really that concerned about privacy, identity, and all that. Yeah. Um, that's that's a community that that is looking to you know they want to take advantage of financial tools as well. I'm glad you at least recognize them. That's awesome. Yeah. One one of the, I mean one of the goals of the community is to become mainstream, which is you know counterintuitive right. to the way they act, obviously. But they're they're you know they're acting out of self interest, and that's fine. Um, the uh, but to to become mainstream is part of our goal for and part of the reason why we're using Uphold and and so people can the regular. Rabble. I like to use that word a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that uh, you know, the people that that uh, are looking for a, a secure, sort of authorized way to use money, um, it, you know, so that's that's fine by us. And, and mainly, it's so that we can introduce cryptocurrencies to people that are using national currencies. That's yeah, the absolutely. biggest reason uh, for using Uphold. So it's not purely on a forex exchange where there's no crypto involved, and it's not purely on a crypto exchange where nobody's going to hear about it. Right. So, um, so we're, we're hoping that uphold gets a big platform, um, you know, in the mainstream so that we can, uh, we can introduce a lot of people to Bitcoin, Litecoin and Ethereum and create a counter economy in there. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think that's, that's the right move, um, you know, to try and, and get as many different communities, you know, kind of on board with it as you can. Um, so, okay. Uh, let's see, we're about, we got a nine fifty. I think we were planning on this being about an hour. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you have? An, is there anything else? Any any big developments that you want to get out there that maybe people hadn't heard about? Um, well, let's see. Uh, I mean, we we so just to go. I mean, if we can go a little bit deeper into like some of the features that Helium's sure, done. We um, are a while a while back when we started it, we we found that the way that we'd set up our goals sometimes balloons would would pop uh, as some negative amount. Um, okay. and it was totally possible. And a couple ways this is possible is, you know, it's floating out in some other currency that while it's in Litecoin, say Litecoin drops to the dollar. And then we have this goal to get back in the dollar. Um, and so we go from Litecoin to, to Mexican pesos and then back to Bitcoin or something, but we're at this new normal for what the dollar ratio is to, to, to Litecoin. And so, and so right. we get out, we get out at a loss. Uh, well, we changed that. We changed that goal uh, um, to a couple months ago, and then we still realized that there was something else in our code that was causing uh, negatives. You know, so some balloons would pop at like negative half percent, something like that. So we just added something else in there that says, "Don't ever move if you're going to move negative." Um, and some people were like, "Well, you know, losses happen. That's okay." Uh, but we're like, "No, no. If we can code it out of existence, we just we just do." <laughs> so it'll just keep floating around until it gains a until it gains something, and then it'll come back into dollars. So, you know, I just if if there's anything that people find as like a drawback or some negative to to helium, I want to know about it so we can see if we can fix it in the code, you know, and and then sure. make it uh, make it better. So that's the only one I could really think of at the moment. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, and, and that's another thing too. And, and really this kind of speaks to, it's actually, you know, something you said earlier about like, you're not, you're like with Uphold, you're not having to work with Google. I mean, the beauty of, of again, of small teams, uh, well, I mean, just holding this event. I mean, you, there's already a great suggestion, not necessarily a technical suggestion, but you know, Hey, let's, uh, you know, what about a, a subreddit, you know, for helium and everything like, uh, wow, great idea, you know? And so you guys, I mean, you're all very yeah. approachable with, with ideas and you're open oh, to get yeah. from the community. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely not like a, a Twitter holic or anything. Like, I I don't really sure. have a great Twitter presence yet, but uh, we'll we'll hire people to get have enough content out there, and then we'll interact with people uh, on there. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit would be great. Um, uh, I can't really think of you know where where else we would really have a big presence, but uh, except on Sovereign Tech. Yeah, hey, you always got a presence there, man. So yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah. As soon as the app launches, we're definitely planning on being a a, full, a, a regular sponsor. Absolutely uh, on on Sovereign Tech. So that's uh, and and any and a bunch of other systems. In fact, uh, 
a couple other podcasts have, have uh, you know, wanted us to, to do the same thing, uh, be sponsors there. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to, we're looking forward to reaching out through the libertarian community and the, and the, uh, liberty oriented podcast community, the crypto community, you know, any, any finance or tech or, sure. or crypto or liberty. There's all, those are four great niches uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That, well, we can, that we can go into. And, and, uh, and then from any one of those could, could spring us onto the, uh, the main, the, the, the jumbotron of, of, uh, you know, Engadget or, or whatever. Sure. Next level stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and again, I just want to reiterate this. I mean, the thing that, that for me that I really like about helium is just the fact that unlike a lot of other, and you want to be careful with terms, but you know, effectively, yeah. unlike a lot of other, you know, investment stuff, you know, I mean, usually there's so many hurdles you have to go through. There's so much red tape. I mean, it's just madness. And so to only need, what would you say? It was 50 bucks, right? Yeah. You know, to only need 50 bucks and, and maybe deal with, you know, a touch of, of, whatever KYC or something. I mean, Oh yeah. The, the, the paperwork, yeah. Photo ID. But beyond that, like the paperwork is nothing. It's going to be really easy. You know uh, it's, you know, it's not something where, where you have to physically sign a lot of disclosures. You will agree to the terms and conditions of uphold.com and, and, and helium uh, you know, which basically says, you know, you're responsible for choosing to do this and you understand what the rules are in the program and how they, how they perform you know, that you, and that you are putting your money at risk as you would in any, any, uh, financial area. But, uh, but yeah, we're, we're looking forward to making it, uh, you know, very mainstream and extremely easy to use. Yeah, no. And, and I think you, you've got it. I mean, again, just, just to have that low barrier to entry is so important with, I mean, with any technology, with any new app, with anything like that, you want to, you want to have that, but then when it's, you know, a financial tool like this, uh, in a strategy like that, yeah. that's, that's huge. That's and that's another thing. Um, Uphold the reason, another reason why it was so easy for us to to start this up is is Uphold. You know, makes very clear uh, any app that works on their developer platform, they are the ones being responsible for the for the securities regulations, the and the anti money laundering and the KYC. So and, and they they've emphasized that to us a number of times. They're like, sure, you, know, you guys are covered under under our our uh, our own liabilities and things like that. So. We really appreciate that uh, facility that they're providing, because uh, if we went directly to some other exchange, that we wouldn't have that. We'd have to. We'd have to sort of, if we really wanted to be safe, you know, uh, legally, then we we would have to uh, build our own legal apparatus and have our own securities licenses and things. Yeah, absolutely. Which of course then would trickle down, and so it's great that you just get to work with Uphold, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're we're looking forward to to it being the bulk of our our business for a long time. Yeah, sure. So, all right. Well, it's, it's, uh, I think we're just about on the hour mark. Um, did you have any like closing marks you wanted to closing remarks you wanted to make pace or I, I, I want to thank everybody that asked questions and, um, you know, uh, about helium and everything, uh, everybody that came on, uh, to, to ask questions. Um, yeah, no, I look forward to uh, any future conversations we have, Brian, it's always perfect to, to have you, have you involved. It really, I really appreciate it. Oh, and, and our, um, our video, is is voiced uh our our youtube video or promotional video is voiced by none other than dr stephanie murphy who you are very well acquainted with very well acquainted and yeah uh, <laughs> yeah actually I, I i recently checked out that video i thought it was i thought it was great um it's so, cute it, yeah we yeah. we got it done and uh, I'm, I'm really glad with the way it turned out yeah yeah so. no you guys got all your pieces in place i'm i'm, I'm really pleased to you know with what i've seen uh so Anyway, uh, yeah, and, and of course, the website to find Helium, you know, just depending on where this, uh, this audio or video ends up. Um, yeah, yeah, just go to helium.com. Uh, that's helium with an E, H-E-L-E-U-M.com. And there you can um, subscribe for updates, but go to the beta page and you can, you can sign up to get more information about how to participate uh, before the launch. And then you can check out the FAQ and answer any questions there. But if you want to ask us any questions, then um, go to our Facebook page or our Facebook group is probably the best way. Sure. And both of those, are they Helium app? Is that the... Uh, it's, yeah, facebook.com forward slash Helium app. And the Facebook group is, uh, it's called Helium Fans. It'll be facebook.com slash group slash Helium. Fantastic. So be really cool. So anyway, uh, thanks so much to the Sovereign Tech patrons. Thank to, thanks to all the the 
you know, people that engage on social media with helium, uh, they were able to be a part of this. And the, the question askers, you were fantastic. Uh, as I, I didn't expect anything less great questions, uh, you know, great suggestions as well. Um, so anyway, Pace, thank you again so much. Uh, honored to, you know, to, to do this with you. Ah, perfect. Thanks again, Brian. just experienced Sovereign Tech. Go to SovereignTech.com, that's S-O-V-R-Y-N-Tech.com, and connect with us there. Find links from today's show and catch our podcast feed. Sovereign Tech is copy heart. Copying art is an act of love, and love is not subject to law. So please, share the show however you like. Welcome to the evolution.